The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another episode of Video Games to the Max. And yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Um, not gonna go into what usually happens where we just talk forever about why it's been a while. But yeah, just you know, stuff happens sometimes. But either way. There's a, a lot to talk about, a lot going on, uh, so we probably won't actually talk about what we've been playing first. We're going to talk about the news, because that's a little bit... I feel weird talking about games we're playing, and we're talking about uh, some kind of really kind of life issues with people. So, uh, of course, here with me is Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And before we start, get the normal stuff out of the way, that, of course, is the official W2Net of dot com po- video games podcast and we are also in partnership for media.com and last word on life as well and yeah i mean it's weird because <laughs> we tried to do this about two or three different times and it's been a month now so every time we were going to do it there's a di- been a different headline there's going to be a much rosier headline uh, the last time we we're going to start which was the nintendo direct which we'll still cover that but uh, there's a much more sort of depressing, sad headline to talk about on this 194th episode of the show of Telltale. We've talked about Telltale various times, and we talked about how they're, it seems like they're in trouble, how there's not... The press that they do get is about signings and everything else, but you don't get a lot of chatter about their games releasing. And now they've had the final season of The Walking Dead released, technically the second episode, just released yesterday. Technically, it's, you, yes, technically it's yesterday. But which you can't buy right now, which is Which weird. you cannot buy because, well, that's part of it's also because they're having issues. But the main thing is Telltale is technically closed other than... A small number of staff that is working on the Netflix Minecraft story mode thing. And that's because Netflix already gave them money for that, so they have to finish working on it. But the Stranger Things game is on hiatus, and it's going to be with another studio. And it may be a completely different thing, depending on who gets it. Wolf Among Us 2 is dead. And Walking Dead, the final season, is... Finito as well. There is talk about other backers coming in to finish episodes three and four. And regardless of the bad stuff you hear, the, the, the stupid stuff you hear, no, they were not almost done with them. There was a lot of work on both of those episodes. They still had to do basically, they almost had to do the whole episodes. So yeah, 
whoever comes in has to this is going to be a while this is going to be at least weeks if not a month if not more that they're having to pay whether it's the remaining staff whether it's old staff coming back in whatever it is that's going to be another add-on to this controversy of all of a sudden out of the blue you we get the information that telltale games is just done and 250 yeah, I, and go ahead i was gonna say i think i messaged you and like a few other people like that day like telltale's done and i think my friend yens was like wait what <laughs> yeah I, because... I like the verge story and it's like oh <laughs> yeah you're sitting there going okay we've heard about again the whole they have games releasing people aren't really talking about them you know are they in yeah. trouble I was always kind of beating the drum that even that, well, a lot of people have since come out and said that they just never updated their engine and it was hampering, you know, production and enjoyment of the games. Like from both like the developer standpoint and then like the people buying them <laughs> or trying. Yeah, you know, trying the, to I think them. the idea was for Wolf Among Us 2 is when they were going to begin updating the engine. The problem yeah. is they waited too long, but let's just get on get in with the stuff that I got to mention and then we can just dive into this entire thing so they laid off 250 people or more suddenly with no warning nothing let me tell you somebody that was part of a corporation shutting down a store we got told months in advance then we kind of got lucky the the only good thing about the hurricane was other than the fact that it really didn't impact Miami as big as they thought it was going to, was that the store was able to stay open for like three more months because of that. But other Kmarts that did get hit big time by the hurricane in the Keys, you know, basically shut down for a while. So there's good and bad in the whole thing. We got told months in advance, the full-time employees got severance. Poor time, hey, at least you knew, go get another job. But still... These people didn't get any of that. They're getting no severance. The Basically, the whole studio's closing. And they're just out of a job all of a sudden. Some of these people might get jobs. You know, they might get jobs pretty quickly because, you know, of other companies hearing about this and feeling bad for them and saying, okay, let me, let me give you a job. Let me do something. And that that's all great. But the thing is, these are real people with real families that are living in San Francisco, one of the most expensive places to live in America. And all of a sudden you're no work, whatever the unemployment is, is not going to cover bull crap because I got an employment that covers nothing. And it's like, I don't know how a company can't plan. Like, you know what your books are, right? Like, why are you not reading the writing on the wall and starting to get ready for this, at least for the people that work for you. Well, there's two th- two things. It reminds me a lot of, I saw someone talk about what happened to Gazillion, the guys who did Marvel Heroes, you know, a few months ago, or like, like in March when that shut down, about how like similar the story was about having like a licensed property and then having to pay for all the, you know, all the licensing and that causing it. And then I also think about uh, what happened to 38 Studios. Like, when they shut down, that was kind of, like, very sudden. And a lot of lawsuits happened from that. 
because of, like the you know all the employees went in one day and they're like okay you have to go now like we don't have any more money for you yeah but that's also on kurt schilling right like he knew hey, what hey, was going on senate candidate kurt schilling <laughs> yeah like i mean the dude knew what was going on they knew that they owed the freaking state of rhode island like I, come I guess on. i think variety said that like I think it was like Lionsgate and some other company were like in the process of infusing Telltale with more money. Like, like right. the day before it had like the story broke, they were broke and like they walked away from like the company. And that, that's what basically necessitated the bankruptcy. Well, Lionsgate had given the money before to do yeah, that. Gonna, it was like them and like some other, I think it was like some Korean company were going to like invest heavily into Telltale and, you know, they just walk, one company walked away in like the afternoon, the other one like walked away in the evening. And that was it. Yeah, I mean, but again, what does that say about your company if you're having oh, yeah. to wait to the last minute to get financial infusions? Yeah, you know, and and it, and it's not just that. Like, you know, they had the whole thing with their co-founder and and that whole ordeal and how they just blew the studio up after walking dead. You mean, you mean the co-founder that's also suing them? <laughs> yeah. The co-founder that's suing them. Now they have an employee that filed a class action lawsuit because they technically broke a California law or allegedly is yeah. what he claims. But from what the California law says, it seems like somebody at telltale is going to be paying some money or I don't, I don't know. See, the thing is, it's a different from what I went through because Kmart still exists, even though it's on the border of completely yeah. dying. It's not there like was a corporation like around to pay people severance. Right? Yeah, it's, like, it's not like there's some like Telltale studio or Telltale owners out there going like, okay, we can still pay you guys or something yeah, like that. How in the world are they going to pay these people the severance? And also the people that come in to pay for Walking Dead's episode three and four to get made of the final season – that's not their job to pay the severance of those old employees as well. So unless it comes from the management that fired these people to go, okay, we're going to take all that money. We're not going to give it to ourselves. We're going to pay the people that we wronged, which, I mean, that takes a lot for them to do. And they might, with this lawsuit, that might make them go, you know what, let's let's try to reach a settlement by paying you whatever we get out of this money and if they tell people that maybe that will make them buy the whole season or feel like they got their money's well, they, worth out of the ones that already got charged they can't buy the whole season like it's not available for purchase on steam right now well no i meant like okay once episodes three and four come out right oh, they'll yeah. have to make the whole season in one purchase available again so, you yeah. know, maybe this makes people that are on the fence or saying, okay, I won't ever buy a Telltale game again. If Telltale comes out and says, okay, we'll pay, if if you go buy our games or, or buy the final season of Walking Dead, we'll use that to pay the employees. Of course, I don't know if there's something that they can show that they pay these employees with that. Because, you know, they can say that and then they don't pay them. But, yeah. you know... I mean, what do you make of this like whole mess? It's just it's weird because I think in some parts like there's Telltale games that we really enjoyed, and it's sad to see the studio just kind of just die like this, you know? 
I mean, it's sudden, but I mean, my, you know, my drum beating has been on the kind of the podcast for a while. Like that's a studio in trouble. Like they just, they kept going for licensed stuff. They never invested in like their actual company or like the company ideas. I mean, they're like the last original IP was, I think poker night at the inventory too, mm-hmm. which not exactly a, you know, a barn burning system seller for PCs. Uh, yeah, they just their technology just got more and more old. All their games played the same, which is probably right. the biggest problem, really. And like, they kept trying to infuse more action elements into it, like Batman. Like the first thing in Batman, you do the episode I played. I played like the first episode. It's like you're doing this like rooftop Catwoman fight that is like barely playable because that just the engine is too old. Yeah, it keeps so... like slowing down at the time where you have to have even. You have to be able to move the stick or press a button faster than you would when it's just the narrative. And you can't do it because it's lagging. Yeah. Like, I have a friend, uh, well, a friend's husband used to work at Telltale uh, last, or he was working there for a while. And I think he left, I think in, like, November, when you know, when they had that, like, first layoff. Or, like, around then, he was not Treyarch. Because it's like, yeah, I, I mean, the, that, that's, like, really... Uh, should have been like warning number one when they had to lay off like twenty five percent of their staff. Right. Uh, usually, you don't just unless you're a huge company. You usually don't just overcome that without something else happening. Yeah. So it's it's a shame, but their last I don't know six games haven't hit well, <laughs> and if, you know if it had been one game. That, you know, they could have absorbed that, but, I mean, their last games that people cared about were Tales from the Borderlands and, like, Wolf Among Us Season 1. Like, they kept, you know, trying and failing to, like, recapture that magic, and it just smacked a desperation. And considering they closed it down, it, it kind of confirms that point, at least. Like, they just kept kept getting more and more desperate. Yeah, and they kept, and apparently they were there were offers on the table until the end for them yeah. to take for more licenses and, yeah. and more properties for them to make stories of, and which which is just kind of bananas to me because it's like, I mean, I get the I, I get the I guess I get the appeal that like oh, you know, if Telltale did like an Aliens game or if they did like, a, you know, a Goodfellas. I mean, game the Stranger or... Things is not that old. The yeah, that was like a few months ago. But it's like, what's? Why would you really want that? Like, all the games are just going to play the same, and they're all going to be like five episodes. They're all going to say, "Oh, Ellen Ripley remember remember this" or something like that. Right. Like, so, I mean, is this done? Yeah, I mean, to to be fair to them, they do have. Like the first two seasons of Walking Dead, were, the were good. One. The first <laughs> one was great. The second one was good. Wolf Among Us one was great. Tales of the Borderland, Tales from the Borderlands was great. Batman was okay. There's people uh, that apparently really like the Game of Thrones one. It's a very small minority, but apparently they do. Most people didn't enjoy it. I it bored me to death. Uh, it's the only one that like. I, I mean, I, I, I have, and I don't care it, at all to ever go back to it. 
I kind of want to play Guardians now just just to see what it is, but that's kind of about it. Like the real, the, I guess the real tipping point for me was like Walking Dead season three. Like it came out, no one yeah. cared about it. Uh, it has nothing to do with season four apparently because I don't, I like read up on season three. Yeah, because that one didn't focus so much on Clem; it focused on other yeah, people. It focused on like some like uh, immigrant family or something like that, uh, and it's like. They don't factor into season four at all, and so like, why would I care about these people? Like, what to begin like at all? Yeah, uh, I mean, the Michonne one was okay because it focused on a character that people really liked, and you know, it. Like, I think the deal, the, the thing is, they. It felt like as soon as they didn't have something that worked, they went right back to The Walking Dead, and then. You can well, only like, go to that well so many times. I mean, I even liked their older game. Like, I liked, I mean, Jurassic Park, no one liked, but I, I really liked Back to the Future. Even if they did, like, something a little more retro mm-hmm. like that, it would have been something different. Even the different. Sam and Max games were good. Yeah, but, like, once Walking Dead hit, the studio was just locked into that framework forever. Right. Well, I mean, it's not like they're the only ones that ever do that, right? I mean, how many yearly franchises come out that do the same thing all the time? Yeah, nice. but they don't purport, like, it's not like, you know, I mean, Madden comes out every year, but they don't, that's not a story-based game, or they're not, it's not like they're slotting in, like, a whole bunch of, like, new players or something, or even, like, Assassin's Creed, like, they they, they try to innovate occasionally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've technically changed the model, how Assassin's Creed plays, right? Like, you're not that big a fan of it now, but they have changed what it is yeah. from what it used to be. Well, I like see the thing with me, like Assassin's Creed origins is like, I have that history. Like I've played every Assassin's Creed game, right? so I can compare it. Like, I'm sure if you just played that game normally, it would have been fine. Or you would have been like, all right, cool. But yeah. I, you know, I, I had like 10 years of baggage on me. So it's like, this plays weird <laughs> or like this story is bad. <laughs> well, it seems like Odyssey is going to be the same way. So get ready. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm a little hesitant on, on reviewing it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, that's the thing. Like, it's, sh- should they have innovated? I feel like, yes. I feel like you brought in this different way of doing interactive storytelling. Innovate on that and change it. Um, I, I kind of like the way they did Minecraft story mode in that I didn't care about Minecraft at all, but that story kind of worked for me and it kind of, made it made me okay with playing doing minecraft stuff at least in that setting i think that's also why netflix kind of took that and sort of said let's let's make this even more of a interactive story thing too but i felt like they could have gone more into that direction instead of going back to what they always do and 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 never deviating from that and it's just Yes, the engine should have changed. Yes, all that. But I think we're also getting away from the point of what the company did to these people oh, is, I mean, is, pretty it, sh- is really shitty. It's, yeah, it's bad. I mean, they'll probably, depending on how this lawsuit shakes out, they should get money. I like There's some Twitter, I think, well, I saw it on Twitter, but there's some guy in Steam going like, oh, like people make mods for free. They should finish up like, episodes three and four for free and it's like dude 
you have no idea what game development is whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I guess people think that this people just magically in a some uh some the stork comes and brings you your game. Like, no, those are made by real people. Yeah. And, and how many of these indie games are made like, by like two people, three people? Like, you know, Cuphead is huge now. Like, but uh, it's you, a family want, that made that. Unless you want episode three and four to be made with stick figures, like this isn't yeah. it's not a realistic ambition or thought process. No, it's it's idiots. You know, people that are just entitled and feel like, oh, well, I paid my money. Well, you paid your what? Your forty dollars. You got two episodes. Technically, what? You're out twenty bucks, and you think that people are just gonna just come in for free and make you two games? I'm, I'm kind of curious about whether or not. I mean, they they've done it before, but like if Steam and uh, like Sony and Microsoft will issue like refunds for season four. I well, technically, apparently, people have asked Sony, and Sony says, "Well, what we're hearing from people is that they're continuing to work on the game, so not right now." Like, I remember, like when that, uh, oh, what is it? That Sam Jackson game, the Ninja game. Yeah, the Afro plays, Samurai. Afro Samurai Two, yeah. like when that that came out, like the first episode of episode, season, or you know, Afro Samurai Two came out, that bombed horribly, and the season basically, or the developer apologized for it and was like no like we're gonna stop this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no it's 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 a just really shitty and I, I think you know there's been a lot of people cl- clamoring for it and i think this might be the time to say perhaps developers need to unionize perhaps yeah we need to change the way that game development happens you know well i I mean, you didn't talk about it. I mean, if you want to bring it up or not, but like Capcom Vancouver shut down yeah. like a week and a half ago, we, and we then can like talk about that too. Go ahead. I think uh, Big Fish. They're kind of like a casual game studio, but they just laid off like fifteen percent of their people today. Uh, like I think it was like seventy-five people or something. So, yeah, not not a great time to work in a game industry, I guess. <laughs> no, it. I mean, and it's. It's like this with gaming, the game industry as it is. It's just, okay, people come in, they they start work on the game, and then, oh, well, we got to go into crunch because we got to get this game out in a yeah. month or two, and we're going to hire more people to cover, and then all the people are out, or most of them are out, and then you, you keep some of them, and you go on to the next game or whatever, and the cycle keeps on. And I saw, yeah. I saw the uh, some of the, some of like the comments like from other Telltale people, like, you know, about like working conditions and they just sound like abhorrent, like, you know, cramming, like working 50, 70 hour weeks, like overtime constantly because that studio was a factory. Like they just kept crunching out shit mm-hmm. constantly. There was no yeah. no break whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, because they kept signing deals. It's like as soon as they were done with Walking Dead, whatever, they were on to the next game, and they were on to the next game, and it's like, good God, how could you continue to have that pace? Now, granted, yeah, studios, they all do this, right? Like, EA, with all their different sports games, and they all freaking come out within a, what, one-month span, two-month span? So, I can't yeah, imagine what all, that's... Like, they're go all ahead. pretty much built on existing, 
like existing frameworks to begin with. And I, that was Telltale's problem too. Like they're all the same game engine. So <laughs> that's why they all kind of play the same and look the same and are the same. <laughs> but those are also backed by millions of dollars of deals yeah. uh, from these, you know, huge leagues and EA has the reputation and, and has and the have, financial like, backing. Well, yeah, they had this, like the number of people that actually work on them too, or, you know, or like, yeah, the that studio direction. that's their job is to work on that series, you know? So, uh, that one of the like Madden's like lead people, I think left after uh, twenty eight the twenty eighteen game came out, and that was like yeah. a big deal. And but you don't well, really hear that that often. Well, it's like why the WWE games are always shit because that you know Yuke's team never gets at any break. <laughs> it's always have to be com- pumping out that game no matter what. <laughs> well, they also should have just stopped doing it with Yuke's, but. That's yeah. end of the story. It just, I mean, the it's it's terrible what's happened to all the with these companies. Um, you know the the Capcom Vancouver thing. You also kind of started seeing the writing on the wall when like Dead Rising Four just didn't do yeah, anything. Yeah, it, it didn't hit. Like, it's a shame because I actually like that game. Like I like it probably the most of all the Dead Risings because it is. People, like fans of that series, always wanted it to be tougher. And it's like, no, you guys are idiots. Like, I want this game to be easier. To, or, like, more approachable, at least. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, 158 people lost their job at Capcom Vancouver there. Capcom's actually taking a $40 million loss because of closing the studio. But, I mean, it's Capcom. They make a few more great games, they'll be all right. So, yeah. But these people, not all of them might find jobs quickly or find jobs at all, and and uh, that that really hurts. And you know, it's just something needs to change about gaming gaming development, the way this is done, and it. But this is the, this is very sometimes you know sometimes you have this dream of getting into game development, and then you realize how much of it is almost like any other job that's out there. You know, you don't have a lot of security. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you're out there going to one of these, like, art schools studying game design or, or whatever, you know, if you're not paying attention to the news, some you might want to start paying attention and seeing these things and seeing the reality of what game development is and... It's not all roses. Not everybody gets to be Studio M- MDHR or, or the next like huge game. Those are very few and far between to go from that level to... And then to be sustainable as well. Because sometimes you have that one game that's great. And then you have one bomb and you're done. You know, and yeah. it, it's it, it really sucks. And Telltale just had a list of games that did okay. You know, and yeah. that's the thing too, right? Like... After Walking Dead, I think like season two, I think people started, the way Telltale would make money to keep making the games is hoping that you would buy them episode by episode or buy the whole season pass. People started figuring out, well, I can just wait until the whole thing's over 
it'll go on a sale and I can buy it then. Yeah, like well, you know, if it still if it still keeps going on sale, if it still keeps selling it, I eventually want to get Jurassic Park for five bucks just for the hell of it, just to see what it, you know how bad it is. I think or I, I have think like that on three sixty. I'm not sure. I have it on PS3 I, for sure, but that's not that's not you know where I want to really want to play it at. And I think like even humble. Oh Bundle, yeah, because was... a lot of those went on to um, like PS Plus or whatever. Yeah, Humble Bundle right now is selling like a bundle. You can uh, for nine bucks you can get Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah, that's that's pretty decent. So you know, with with a whole bunch of other crap, like so, yeah, like bundles or like Steam sales or even like getting with, for free with PS Plus or X, Xbox Gold. Like, of course. Yeah. It. This is uh it's just something that right now it's not going to change overnight. It's not going to change in a few months, but perhaps people start having this conversation. The talk of unions starts happening and it might become real and perhaps there can be change in game development, but I think it's going to take time still, but these conversations need to happen. This the way we we look at how games are developed needs to take a stand, and you can't have people being the idiots online that think that games just come in a vacuum and they just happen magically. Like people are making these games, just like people work on other things that you make, just like the movies that you watch, the books that you read, the albums that you listen to, or songs or whatever. All those are made by people, right? So, you should think of the gaming the same way. And, uh, you know, whether you like to watch your game on Twitch or actually play them, it's up to you, but remember you're you're costing these people money. So, uh, we, could, we could have the whole podcast about this, but we've talked about it for 30 minutes. <laughs> and I feel like, yeah. uh, you know, we do have other stuff we got to get to. Um, again, this will probably throughout the whole week will continue to be a thing, uh, next week and so on. You know, if this lawsuit goes on, they want it to be trial by jury. So this lawsuit could go on for a while, especially if they stand firm and don't settle or anything like that. Uh, it could, uh, I, I, I imagine some company is just going to buy out telltales like assets. I'm thinking THQ and pay off, pay off everyone. (laughs) You think THQ Nordic will keep keep doing their thing and, and buying stuff? They haven't stopped so far. <laughs> yeah, it could be either that or Koch Media. They're the ones that have been sort of buying that's, things. That not that THQ? <laughs> no, they're the ones that are like that own like Deep Silver and they do the Saints Row and um, they put out the uh, freaking Kingdom Come game. Uh, okay. So yeah, they own a bunch of those different uh, studios. Uh, so they do the PR for Devolver no, Digital. T- THQ does on Cock Media. Oh, they, oh, that's right. They merged or whatever, right? Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> that's that's, right. that's they, what I was thinking. Merged. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, and then there's even more. This this is the week of controversy. Now there's a. This is really stupid, but I'm going to throw this in there just to get it over with. 
So there's been a stupid, really, really dumb controversy about Total War Rome 2 people review bombing it on Steam because they are not happy about a female general spawning more than they should because it's not historically accurate. And I don't I don't know if it's so much historically accurate as people getting mad about the fact that there's female generals in their game. But uh well, you know I mean there were female generals back in that back in those days. it's just you know, it's just as always like a bunch of uh guys who can't get laid angry at angry at women. Yeah, it's the same it's, thing of like uh what I think Battlefield um well, when they that, when they showed the the I, woman I on the cover, all of a sudden that game didn't make as much money. I see that as somewhat different because I think that woman had like a prosthetic limb that was very dumb and then there was like some other English soldier with like a katana and I said, right. You this isn't this isn't great. But I, I view it more as like the people bitching about like Jodie Whittaker as Doctor Who, like without seeing any episode whatsoever. Yeah, it's a TV show. They, the doctor is whatever you want him to be. There's nothing that says he has to be male. And like, go ahead. A a friend, no, a friend of mine said it best because, you know, there's a, you know, there's like Facebook campaigns and all, you know, all this other stupid crap about it. And his, his response was, Doctor Who was made by an immigrant, a Jewish woman, and a gay Indian male. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, um, you know, the people that are, like, they actually had to come out and make a freaking statement about this, which is what's so dumb. Like, yeah. You get you, so then, mad about this for no reason. And then you wonder, like, why women don't say they like gaming, because they have to deal with idiots like this constantly. <laughs> yeah, it's just... So they had to come out with a dumb statement saying that they did nothing to the game to make female characters spawn more uh, than they already do. It has to do with, you know, if you have a wife in the game. Yeah, it's all like family or like lineage system or something. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, regardless, as long as they come out and say that, you know, they didn't do anything to purposely make this happen, it's like, people... Why make these make creative creative assemblies lies so miserable because of some something dumb in a video game? There's nothing that says it has to be like historically accurate to a T, and it, and it ruins the experience. If you're needing a game to to be what's historically accurate for you, there's something wrong there. And again, I don't think it has anything to do with the history. It has to do with the, the oh. Why are there so many women in my game? It's, yeah. it's ruining it somehow. It's like, guys, just stop, just stop. I, the, the, these kind of people are what ruin getting people wanting to get into games. Is this is the stuff that makes the news, and then people think this is what how everybody acts, and it uh, ruins things for everybody. So it's just stop. Yep. It. So let's uh, get into some. Nicer things. First of all, before we... Let's go ahead and get all the Microsoft crap out of the way, and then we'll talk about what we've been playing. That's a nice thing. (laughs) The Xbox Live Gold games for October 2018 have been announced already since we're less than a week away from it being October, technically. Uh, Hitman Blood Money 
is coming to Xbox 360 along with uh, Victor Vran. Or, uh, not, uh, Stepman Ignition. Those are both the Xbox 360 games. Stepman Ignition is the October 1st one. Hitman Blood Money is the October 16th one. Uh, the first Overcooked, which definitely go get that. It's awesome. It's fun. Uh, that comes on October 1st for Xbox One, and then Victor Vran comes October 16th for Xbox uh, One. Well, Victor Vran's cool. That's kind of about it for me. Yeah, um... Also, Forza Horizon 4 is coming out, and it's going to be on Game Pass, so if you want to try out Forza Horizon 4, pay your 10 bucks, and you get to play it all you want. Yeah. Uh, along with uh, some other games that are coming to the service, so have fun with that. Uh, Microsoft has announced the X... 18 event it's going to happen in mexico it's basically their uh playstation experience or whatever you want to uh equate it to it's going to be two hours um it's technically the fourth annual xbox fan fest but it, this one has a name it's going to be they, like go ahead i was going to say like they do these things like a little more infrequently than, like, PlayStation does theirs. (laughs) Right. PlayStation decided they're going to do theirs yearly. Um, Microsoft kind of does it whenever they have something to announce, and they have been announcing a lot of things recently, so it's kind of interesting to see what they're going to announce here. A two-hour trailer of Crackdown 3. (laughs) God. Uh, Thankfully, they're going to have both first- and third-party developer stuff. And, hey, look, they signed all these studios, so they definitely have a lot to sort of announce. And uh, they're also bringing mouse and keyboard support to the... They're going to announce a We Happy Few sequel. (laughs) Title We Happy No One. (laughs) Well, you know, if they get more time to work on it, maybe it'll be better than We Happy Few with less bugs. Yeah. Uh, which you can go read Mark's We Have Your Free Review on the website right now. If you are some reason haven't it's a, been put down by other We Have Your Few It's a real reviews. banger of a game. Yeah. <laughs> at this point. Uh, but yes. Let's talk about games we have been playing. Uh, not We Have Your Few. <laughs> so... Uh, I- I finished that one. <laughs> the big game you've been playing that's come out recently is Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man. Yep. Played and beat it and reviewed it. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, so does it live up to the hype? Are you yeah. feeling the game of the year contender noise that is out there? I, I would say God of War is probably a better overall experience. But, like, Spider-Man is, like, way up there, or I think number two for me. So what makes it great for you? Uh, The swinging is good. Uh, The story is really good, surprisingly. Like, it humanizes some of the villains. Like, you've worked for Dr. Octavius, or Dr. Octopus, for, like, a while. And then, you know, he turns bad eventually. The story is good. Uh, Combat's really fun. The gadgets are good. Uh... Yeah, everything pretty much works. How is the swinging? Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, like you have, like you have a basic swing. You know, just kind of an arc swing. And then you can use X to jump, 
and then he can kind of like want like he can hold like l2 to like slow time down and like look for specific points to like launch yourself off of uh it's really fast and it gets like faster as the game goes on uh yeah it plays great <laughs> like i i 100 percented the game like i you know got the platinum trophy like a few nights ago wow which took a while but uh it was worth it so you would say that the collecting stuff is is fun then it doesn't feel like yeah a chore? like there are, I mean, there are backpacks which everyone makes a joke out of, but they're fine. Actually, the biggest hurdle for us, like, every district has, like, random crimes to stop. Uh, and they just kind of, like, randomly pop in and out. And that's probably, like, the longest thing because if, you just have to kind of wait in, like, Harlem for, like, oh, I got four of these five thug crimes. I just have to wait, I just have to wait on this fifth one to pop and that'll be finished. Uh, but. You just wait around. I mean, they pop up eventually, so it doesn't. It's not too bad. Like, do you have a favorite like thing from the game that you? Really... I, I, I'd probably say the story. Like, just the overall. Like, it really holds up. Uh, yeah, like the guy playing Peter Parker uh, is a voice actor named Yuri Lowenthal. I think he does uh, like some mocap for it. Also, uh, he does really good. He's really great in it like he's he's been kind of like a more minor voice actor or he does like a lot of like incidental voices but this is like his big starring role and he does great like the level of like a troy baker or nolan north uh his wife is in it as like the police captain which is pretty funny to me like she's not playing mary jane like uh yeah i'd say you know go out and grab it if you like spider-man at all or any superhero game like, it's the best one since Arkham Asylum. Yeah, and I mean, uh, people have been going to grab it because it's sold 3.3 million copies and it became the fastest selling exclusive ever, beating out God of War from earlier this year. So, obviously, y'all enjoying some Spider-Man. And, yeah. uh, I mean, the reviews have been all kind. I know there's that controversy about the whole... Spider-Man supporting the cops and all that in the game. Well, like, like, well, he, he's supporting the cops, but he's against like this paramilitary force that kind of moves in. And it's like the people who are upset about it, it's like you idiots. Spider-Man is supposed to be a superhero. <laughs> like he's not going to be against the cops. That kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> I mean, I guess he could sort of go rogue and not necessarily support any one I mean, but that's the same thing as, like, Batman against the cops. Like, it doesn't quite work. (laughs) Yeah, I think people are always trying to find some kind of controversial thing in the the game. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, we also got to remember that, you know, Disney sort of has a say and... And and Marvel has a say in what you do in in the games. And if it goes against how they want that portrayed, then, you know, I just think sometimes just, you don't have to go find a controversy and everything. Like, yeah. If anything, the violence is pretty funny in the game. Cause you can like literally like just kick thugs off buildings and like, they just drop to their deaths. And like, <laughs> okay, occasionally Spider-Man will like shoot out a web to like stop them, but sometimes right. it doesn't happen. So it's just like, well, I, I this guy off a 50 story building, I guess he's done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you have no control over whether they get saved no. or not? It's just... No. 
Random. just kind of happens randomly. Yeah. If any, the only problem with the game really to me was like, I kind of wish it had gone a little more, I don't want to say wackier, but just a little deeper into like Spider-Man's villain roster. Like there is a Sinister Six that you see, so you saw in that trailer. Right. Uh, and like the only two other villains of the game are like Tombstone, like this like albino thug character and a character I never even heard of called Screwball. This like uh, celebrity obsessed like Instagram villain, like she's like a bomber or something. And I never even heard of her. But well, um, I mean, I doesn't thinking... it kind of set up from things I read? It feels like it sort of sets up a sequel, or oh, yeah, you know, there's sequel. gonna be one. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't mean I don't. Well, I don't mean necessarily big villains. Just like a few like smaller villains would have been nice. Like I would have been happy with like the hypno hustler or like <laughs> uh stilt man or something. Or like big wheel. That'd have been great. <laughs> so did you like playing a, when you know when you don't play as Spider Man, does do you do you like hey, those moments too? Yeah, you play as Mary Jane and then Miles Morales, like once you find him and he becomes a part of the story. They're basic stealth sequences, they're fine. I failed one because I was just kind of a little too uh like brazen or just too reckless. But, you know, people bitching about them. It's just like, they take five minutes. Like they're not terrible. I mean, I think people, I don't know. It's like, you want them to have something to do besides, you know, just be there or have Mary Jane be something besides, Oh, that's Spider-Man's girlfriend or girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or, you know, and then they do, and then, it, oh, it's not enough. So, you know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta understand it's the first Spider-Man game they made in a, in a while. And it's, it's not that, like, the last Spider-Man game was 2014. Like, they're not that old. <laughs> yeah, but do people really remember those? No. It's so... I mean, the last, the last one people, like, people reasonably liked were, like, Spider-Man Web of Shadows, and, like, that was, like, 2008. Yeah, see, I mean, that's almost 10 years. And the one, so. th- the one nice thing is like you get costumes in this game. Like you get, I think there's like twenty five or something, and there's no like level requirement or like, oh well, this costume is not level one. The costume I was using was level six, so I'm never going to change this one. And this one, they're just cosmetic skins, so it doesn't you know who cares? <laughs> yeah, so you can just wear the favorite one, or yeah, you know, change them around, or so you yeah. excited for the the DLCs that are coming, or. I'm keeping the game installed, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to go into Spider-Man, and the review will be posted at least by Friday, so you'll be able to read it pretty soon. If not, there's many more uh, reviews out there for Spider-Man, so, you know, take your pick at that point. I'm not going to be an idiot. There, there's other places out there. So, uh, any kind of final things to say about Yakuza Kiwami 2 or uh, the new WoW expansion. We've t- we talked about those a few times. So, um... Kiwami 2 is more Yakuza for that ass. Like, it's fine. But I think it, there are parts that are a little cheap, like the karaoke. Like, mm-hmm. it does, like, one new song. And, like, all the rest are, like, re- like reuses of older ones. Um, But it's fine. Like, you know, whatever. Uh, w- w- WoW is a little different. Like, because the first week that came out, people were, like, excited and happy. 
and since then, like the perception has really changed. Like it's gone, it's been pretty negative so far. And like, it's just kind of weird. Like most of the stuff they introduce in the expansion doesn't work at all correctly. So it's just not fun to play. <laughs> is that something that they can change or is it kind of just, it's stuck that way? Uh, they're kind of, well, they're kind of core systems. So if they didn't want to change it, it'd be a pretty big overall. Like the stupid necklace you get, like it just doesn't work as a time sink or like what they want. Cause like the thing with like the old weapon system and like Legion was you directly leveled it up and you unlock new, it was like almost like a sphere grid or like it had a skill tree for the weapon itself. So you were unlo- unlocking new nodes for it. This is just like, all right, I leveled up my necklace and now it unlocks like this level on my headpiece. Go pick one of these uh, randomly generated uh, stat boosts in a second. Isn't it more about getting the new like type of gold or whatever it is? Well, that... it's called Azerite. That's what powers oh. up your necklace, but you get it in such paltry sums it doesn't, you know, like if you kill like a special rare monster, you get 25 Meanwhile, it takes, like, 7,000 to, like, level up the necklace at my level. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, I'll be doing this for a while. And there's, like, missions or, like, you know, world quests to do. And it's like, you get 200. It's like, Well, isn't great. that a way to get you to keep playing <laughs> also? I mean, technically, but if, it, but if I don't want to play, then they kind of lost me already. <laughs> or, if, you know, if I don't want to keep doing this, you know, treadmill run, then who cares? They also... I think like a few days ago, they like they're selling. If you buy six months of game time, you get this like pirate ship looking mount. You can only get it if you buy six months of game time, which is like eighty bucks. Jeez, and people are pissed. So basically, <laughs> you're paying for the mount. Yeah, and they're, uh, saying, they're saying like, oh, it'll be available next year, like you know, separately. But also, like the six months is like, uh they're only selling it for like a limited time, like up until like October 20th or something. So it's like, fuck you guys. I'm like, no way would I buy this. Yeah. Especially not with the content that's, that's provided now where people are dropping out already. So yeah, but I've been playing other stuff here and there, but that's about it. How about you? <laughs> well, um, the one big thing I've been playing and I've been waiting for it for the whole year because they announced when the original game came out that we were going to have to wait until the fall to get it. So finally the Xenoblade Chronicles two, like big story DLC, which is sort of like a prequel to the game itself. Uh, that tells the story of what happened before that basically sets the story for what you play in Xenoblade two, uh, torn of the golden country and you get to play as Jin, who's one of the main bad guys in the the Xenoblade 2. And you get to play as his driver. You know, you find out about their, some hints of their story in Xenoblade 2. But then in this one, you kind of get to know their whole story. You get to know uh, Laura, where she comes from. Um, you get to fight with uh, her other blade, which is Hayes, who has the power to stop other blades from them doing their powers or whatever. And you can also, uh, you can switch between them so you can go and still play as like Mithra 
or whatever. And you also get to like know about Adam, who's like the mythical guy they talk about so much in Xenoblade 2. You get to know his story, where he comes from. So like, there's a lot that's actually it's like it's worth it if you played Xenoblade 2. I know it's separately; it's ten more dollars. So I don't know if they still sell the expansion pass. I'm assuming that that's still available digitally. So I would say that it's worth it to save yourself 10 bucks because you get a lot of extra stuff. I mean, most of it's like, you know, extra uh, core crystals and items and whatever. Uh, the New Game Plus is obviously a free update, but there's a, there's other stuff there that, like, you get quests that are only part of the... So it's I think it's worth it for you to save your 10 bucks and uh go just get the expansion pass don't uh don't pay for it so i don't know why they made it standalone for 10 bucks more but nintendo's weird with the pricing because of the switch everything gets a switch tax yeah. um so you know apparently this i think they knocked the sale off for um final fantasy 15 pocket edition faster on the switch than they did on the other two uh, because I went, when I went to go try to buy it, I was thinking about buying it. Like, I had an inkling of, oh, I kind of want to try this out. And for, like, 18 bucks, not bad. I went in the store, I think, on Saturday, and it was already back up to 30 I was like, well, nope, not doing that. So, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. But, yeah, it's like, this, the gameplay's the same. Everything is sort of the same, except for the actual like human characters actually fight and have a reason to be there instead of the human character is just there to tell the blades what to do in Xenoblade 2 so um the human character actually has like their own special their own like attacks and and all that stuff so it's actually kind of cool to to like you can there's actually a reason to have to go back and forth between the human character and the blade and then you can switch between you only have two blades as opposed to three so um and there's no like there's no gotcha game or whatever you just play as those six blades the whole time so uh you know but you're following a story and it's shorter it's i i still got like 30 hours, 35 hours out of it, because there's also, right before you get to the end of the game, they do this really stupid, like, where it's obvious they're trying to pad the expansion out by making you get up to, like, community level 4. So you have to do all these side quests to raise up your community level just so that you get, like, an extra 5 hours out of the freaking expansion which i felt like stupid it's like if people want to do side quests they'll go back and do them afterwards yeah. whether they got 30 but, or 35 hours out of it it's not going to make somebody feel like they spent their 30 or 40 dollars yeah like know? when i finished spider-man like you know it dumps back into the game world when it's done because it's that's good because i had a ton of side quests i just started to finish up <laughs> and uh there is a new game plus with that too so um I don't know if they're they're gonna add stuff to that or not, or if they're pretty much done with DLC for this now. But technically, this expansion was the last thing that they guaranteed. But they've been doing stuff with it, so I don't know. But again, I would say that the story itself, uh, the game time that you get out of it, getting to explore that world again, 
there's still the unique monsters. There's everything that you loved about Xenoblade 2. If you love that game, this is well worth going out there. And uh, if you don't have the expansion pass already, go in and get it for that. So um, the other two games I've been playing, I've talked about before. The Messenger, I, I, I'm stuck on a freaking boss. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how long I have left till you get to the part where it turns into 16-bit and goes into Metroidvania, but I'm stuck on this boss that I've been stuck on for like two days. I figured out the pattern, but I don't. she keeps killing me uh, right when I'm about to kill her. So I, I just got to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> I got to get better. Um, I keep figuring, feeling like I figure out the pattern, and then all of a sudden I, I get killed anyway. Um, it, it's also because... Part of the game is that you get like shurikens, HP, or like the shards that are like your gold in the game, and they drop randomly from killing things. It's not like the game sort of the game doesn't do the greatest job of knowing you need health right now, or you need a shuriken right now, or whatever. So I'm about to die, and I keep killing these things that it puts out, and I don't ever get a freaking HP. Uh, thing or a shuriken when I needed to kill this like tall green grass thing and end up dying because of that so I don't know <laughs> what I'm gonna have to eventually I'll beat it and it'll be like the 30th time I played it at that time at that point and I'll just get excited for that moment but yeah yeah uh I would check it out though it's like 20 bucks if you have a I would say get it on switch because it's a game to play portably. Uh, or on your on your TV, but it's 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 good to play uh, portable. So yeah. But speaking of Switch, let's go. I mean, I know this is a bit old. It's like almost two weeks at this point since this uh, direct happened. But there was a lot, a lot in this direct. So um, let's let let's talk about some of the stuff that got sort of announced. And you having a Switch now, you can sort of appreciate. Uh, a lot of the stuff that did uh, get announced. I, I don't know. Are you? Uh, I'm more excited for this for my daughter than I am me. I'm not a big Animal Crossing person, but she likes games like I never, this. I never so. played Animal Crossing. Like the closest type I would say is like Stardew Valley. Yeah, something like that. You know. So I I don't know. Did you did you really like Stardew Valley? Uh, it was fine, but. I I guess I wanted a little more direction, like when I played. Uh, yeah, this would I, probably be around the same thing. You kind of just yeah, do your daily whatever, and then you decide how you want to yeah. how you want to interact with that. Uh, Isabel also got announced for Smash. I'm sure they'll still have many more characters announced for Smash. Luigi Mansion Three, which is kind of a total out of there announcement, because as a cell phone goes, that, that's my alarm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm so bad at falling asleep that I set alarms for myself between midnight and one, and I still don't wake up sometimes. Uh, yeah. so, yeah, no, Luigi's Mansion 3 was a total, like, didn't know that was happening. Cool. Um, I'm a Luigi's Mansion fan, so I'm down with that. Yeah. Are you? Uh, I never played them. I've heard the first one's good. But that's about it. Yeah, the two player they announced two player co op as well for the remake on or the remaster on the three DS. So if Makes you sense. want yeah. to 
play with a friend. You can, and I, I think, uh, so if you don't have the game, you can still do it, but it's not, you won't get to play like the whole game that way. It's like a boss mode. But if you, yeah. if the other person has the game, you can play the whole game two player co-op. So, um, that's cool. Uh, Yoshi's crafted world looks, looks nice. Another one that I'm kind of more excited for my daughter to play than myself. Uh, they announced bundles for the Smash Brothers and Let's Go Pikachu. And uh, New Super Mario Bros. U coming. Anaya saw this and she was like, oh, I can play this with you. And I was like, yes, yep. you can. Um, so I'm excited for that. I like the New Super Mario Brothers games. Are you... I played one of them. Uh, I think it was like one of the Wii ones. It was fine. I'd be happier to play with like a Mario Maker two though, or if it somehow ported that over and it worked. But that's not looking likely anytime soon. Yeah. Um, eh, yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, I I, love, I really like those games. So I I played it a lot on my my 3ds on my DS. So I'm I'm down for this now being on console and I didn't I didn't get to play it much on the Wii U. I had it, but again I had to sell my Wii U pretty quickly after buying it, so yeah. I didn't really get to enjoy a lot of the a lot of the games on there. I am excited about Katamari Damacy coming back as well. Yep. I'm excited that should be good. I'm a little more hesitant on like the motion control shit cuz like the PS3 did that and it was terrible. Um, on the Switch though, I think I've done so much control with that, and it's fine. So, yeah. well, as long as as long as you can just kind of play like normal, then I'll be happy. I'm sure they'll have both options. Yeah. So you know, but I mean, the last. The... Go on. No, they made it work with the analog sticks on the PS2. So. Well, I was gonna say like the, I think the last one was the PS3 version. It was Katamari Forever. Right, Which I guess was not forever because <laughs> they made that game in like 2009, and that was about it. <laughs> There's also a, a game that's kind of that came out recently called Donut County that's very much like kind of Mario Domacy. If you uh, want to play something like that right now, I would definitely uh, suggest checking that out. It's it's pretty fun. So yeah, uh, give that a whirl if you don't want to wait till reroll uh, appears. How do you feel about that? I thought this was kind of neat. Like, I don't play a lot of tabletop games, but I think it's neat that you can use the Switch for that. Yeah, makes sense. Like, uh, if they ported like tabletop simulator over to it, be I know people would get get into that. <laughs> I feel uh, like you know. I know Blizzard said that they weren't keen on bringing Hearthstone over, but I feel like that's a way to sort of be like, see, well, you can make see it work. The problem- the problem with Hearthstone is you need to online. You always need to be connected to an online server, and the Wii or the Switch does not have that. <laughs> well, it's connected. Like mine's always online. Yeah, when you're home. Now right. you can go out. <laughs> oh no, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, there's no like phone, cell, you know, cellular network for the Switch, or you know, if you go to the bus stop, you're you know, fifty feet from your home, you lose this connection. Yeah, but there's the so many open. places that have Wi-Fi now. I mean, if you live in a city if you live in sure. a rural area then but i think like you know that's the problem with like i mean japan's getting these like you know a, some 
higher end games are you know getting streaming versions like uh, Assassin's Creed Origins and like Resident Evil Seven, and pe- like you know American fans are like, why don't we get that? It's because it's like America doesn't have a streaming network, or <laughs> you know we don't have that proliferation of Wi-Fi that you know Japan does. <laughs> right. Uh, you have that in the big cities, but again, yeah. you go out to the country or go out to a smaller city, you don't have that. So, right. You know that that's a problem for America, and that's the reason why you know Xbox Microsoft wants to come out with that streaming box. That's why they have to have the regular console along with it because that's only going to be able to work for certain people. So, yeah. Uh, I I did buy the Capcom beat 'em up bundle. You know, that'll be something that I play here and there. I liked some of those games. Um, it's cool that they brought in two games that never got released here. So uh, that's neat. I, I know. Was, I don't know that you're going to care to play Civ Six again, but it's there if yeah. you want it. I mean, it's fine. I, I won't play it, but, you know, if people want to, go ahead <laughs> Uh, City Skylines is also that'd be more worthwhile (laughs) I'm excited about I'm more every time they show something about Star Fox with Starlink it makes me want to buy it more (laughs) so yes they're they're, it's called they're trapping you or they're fooling you (laughs) yeah I'm just like I didn't think that they'd have voice acting and all that stuff in there for it so I keep it keeps like inching me closer to like man, I, I might freaking buy this. I might freaking buy it. Uh, I'm just more worried about it not lasting very long because then, we, how much they're gonna charge for those accessories? You know how many of them? I think there's gonna be a lot of those, right? The little ships that you put yeah. on the controller. Well, so it's yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be like you know the new iteration of you know Disney Infinity or Skylanders or. Lego Dimensions, because those are all runaway successes. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I feel that man. You're really gonna; those are really gonna either have to be packaged and be cheap, or I don't know. Like people are they Lego Dimensions stopped. Like that was it. Like the Toys for Life thing is sort of dead. Here comes that last vestige. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I hope it works, but I, this one of the, that's one of the, that I'm not buying until I read reviews because I need to know how that all works before I plump down money for right. that. Because, you know, I bought uh, – Skylanders I was sent for a review, uh, and now they're just sitting around, <laughs> and then – Yeah, I, I mean, I got sent Infinity 1 and 3, and I bought two yeah. uh, when, you know, when I was on clearance, and then they were sitting in my fucking dresser for – two years and i think i just threw them out like you know a few months ago i kept going back and forth between i had bought one and two at launch pretty much and then because they hooked me with the marvel for two yeah and then i i wound up like playing that for a little bit and then not playing it again and then they started doing all the updates after i'd already traded it in and then three i just I think by the time I had made the decision to go, oh, I might buy it, that's when they, they closed it. Well, for so. for me, when I, you know, those games all hit Steam, and I, 
they were on sale once for 15 bucks each with you know all the content so i just bought all those and then i was straining these boxes going i don't need any of this crap anymore <laughs> and it it was funny because a friend of mine was like he's kind of outraged he's like oh you should just send it to me i'm like why <laughs> like you could buy all this stuff for five bucks at, yeah. on amazon or something like it's fine or he's, he's, he's like you he could have donated it i'm like I'm sure Goodwills are clogged up with this crap already. <laughs> right. It's, they don't, they don't least, need it. But the sad part is, at least with Infinity, like the game was good. Like the core game was still fine. But yeah, just too many figures and not enough sets. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, people really like the toy box mode. But again, it's like once they hit PC too, it's, it was easier to do that on there yeah. as well. Uh, so there are a few things to, to talk about here a little bit more in length, I feel like, is just out of nowhere, all the Final Fantasy games except for 8 are coming to Switch and Xbox One. That's because uh, Final Fantasy 8 is a bad one. Well, it's also because apparently licensing for that song and Eyes on Me... And also, it doesn't have a remaster on the PS4. That's a major reason why, because these are yeah, all but... the PS4, PS3 remasters that are coming to Switch. Yeah, but they're ba- like the PS4 remaster is based on the PC version, and they definitely did that, the PC version for Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> like, well, the PC hard. version of... I think the PC version of seven and nine got updated whereas the one for eight really hasn't so i i think it's also still that song being licensed and whatever too but um because eight has enough fans where they could justify doing it no eight did get a little remastered like they have like new features in eight oh okay. uh, but my my further point is eight's a bad game so <laughs> There is a lot of people that will... I, I agree with you that I wasn't the biggest fan of 8. Um, I think are... I got like halfway to the game at one point and then just stopped playing it. No, cause, um, well, 8 was, I think, a four-disc game on, P- on PS1. Mm-hmm. And I remember hitting disc 3 on the PC version um, because it still ha- it still tell you to like, insert discs for some reason. It's probably just some old like holdover, which is fine. Right, but I remember hitting disc three, and I realized at a certain point, I still had no idea what the story was, <laughs> and then I stopped playing. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, there, there's still all the controversies about like if Squall dead and all that. You know, apparently you talk to the creator, he says no, he's not dead. Uh, uh, so, I mean, ten, I mean, seven and ten. I can't speak on nine. Seven and ten also have somewhat bad stories but you can follow them well enough. But eight was just a confusing mess for like most of the game. <laughs> Nine's story is, is great. I really enjoy nine. Nine is my favorite. So I'm happy to buy it again on Switch. Yeah, you're, I, you're one of these suckers who are going to buy eight versions of Final Fantasy seven and nine. <laughs> well, uh, you know, and 10, uh, 10 is my first Final Fantasy. And then I went backwards. So, I will always have some kind of fondness for ten. Um, I think ten I, has a good battle system, and twelve is, is is great. So, 
that that is 10's only strength really to me is the battle system in 10 and i like 12 like he got me that remaster for ps4 and it was the first time i played it and it's one of my favorites (laughs) yeah 12 is is a great game that's different from the other ones and it has its own i don't think i'd play it again necessarily yeah that's true it's a long game too that's Um, that's kind of my problem is like this is neat but are you seriously considering like buying Final Fan- buying Final Fantasy VII on the Switch? Like, I am if it's the fifteen dollars and not like thirty because it's on Switch. Yeah, but think about how much other crap you have that could play it, and you're not going to play Final Fantasy VII mobile. Well, or, I'm I mean, not like... gonna, okay. I'm not going to play it on. I have it on PC too. I'm not going to play it on PC. I bought the Messenger on Switch, even though I got the code on PC because I didn't want to play on my PC. Uh, See, like. I, if I if I actually thought about it, I own Final Fantasy VII on at least four or five different things. Yeah, I mean, I own it on PS4. I own it on PS3. My PS3 is downstairs, but I disconnected it. Uh, I, own it I own it on PC. <laughs> I own it on PC for sure. I own it on uh, Vita, I think. I could get it on, on, P- on my PSP, for God's sakes. Uh, right. And it's, I, if I wanted to, I could just play, like, the phone version. <laughs> I wouldn't want to play it on my phone, I don't think. My phone couldn't do it because I barely have enough memory just to do the regular stuff on it. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, think about, like, how many different avenues you could play Final Fantasy seven. you know, just by, you know, within... But I like the idea of just being able to play it, carry it around and play it, take it out of the dog. You know, let Anaya play something else or watch TV and I can play it on my Switch or whatever. I don't yeah. know that it's going to be like day one and buy. It might just be something I buy one of those times where there's like nothing I really want to play and I feel like going to play it again. I don't know. Sure. Um, what if Final Fantasy is getting a like update or expansion or I don't know what you call it. Uh, DLC basically. Uh it's actually coming November sixth. So it's coming before all of this stuff. Um I liked World of World of Final Fantasy. Um I liked it but I didn't finish it. I'm same here. I think I got about halfway. Uh, I got to like I think I got to like Midgar in that game and then I just kinda of stopped. Well, this has knocked in it from fifteen, and then I don't know who else are the other new people. And there's supposed to be new. Uh, they have, those things have a name, the monsters or the thing. Prismatums, or it's something like with prism or yeah, prism. Stu- yeah, the stupid name in that stupid names in that game are terrible. <laughs> uh, I'm not looking forward to having to deal with the little your little friend that follows the you mogul, around. The Moogle, <laughs> not the Moogle, the other thing. Oh, it is a Moogle. That's right, it is a Moogle uh, that has to say the or tub. Yeah, sounds like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, shut up. Uh, I do remember liking Choco Mystery Dungeon on my 3D on my DS, so I'm kind of a little interested to maybe check that out again. Um, I'm assuming this means that they're bringing this over with the intention that at some point, well, for sure we know I think Final Fantasy is coming 
as part of the Switch Online with the NES, and I mean, I would assume that that means Final Fantasy II as well. But I would think that this also means four and six and five are going to come as part of the SNES. Like at some day, maybe at like E3, they announce, you know, SNES games on the online service or whatever. Uh, I doubt it because those games weren't translated for SNES. Like they could release the P- uh, PS One versions, sure, but <laughs> I mean they could. They could just put in the. I mean they're adding freaking online play to these games. They can do whatever. Yeah, right? but they're adding online game. Like, what, what's the online gameplay of Final Fantasy Four going to be? Like, you know, it's a single player. Well, but game. they added. <laughs> okay, so they put in Final Fantasy Six to the SNES Classic, right? They so, put, no, they put in Final Fantasy three, I think. Well, that's six. It's just three. Yeah, in I America. know, but but I mean, they they could just offer it, you know, on the service. But the, you're wanting every Final Fantasy, and they're just not going to do that because most of them weren't translated to America in that format. Well, they'll just put Final Fantasy two and three and call it Final Fantasy two and three, but we know it's four and six. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fine, but I mean, I don't know that we're going to get three. And five, no, because those were PS three was One. on the DS only, and then now it's on PC, and then five is on PS one, and then everything else. So, yeah, um, well, it was technically on the GBA, so I, I don't know how they would do that or whatever, you know. Um, and then also, Perfect. like, I have the Nintendo Perfect. Switch online, um. I played so many. I played a Mario with Anaya for a little bit. It plays fine. Um, I wish that they would remove the stupid uh, stuff at the bottom of the screen that tells you what the start and select and the uh, to change the filter on the screen. Like that just makes it look dumb. Like I don't want that on my screen, Nintendo. Maybe. You need to get another. You need to get another switch that can hack and just put whatever NES game you want onto it. Yeah, they already put like. Well, these were supposed to come anyway, right? But the like Kirby's Dream Land and something else. Yeah. Already got on there. The neat thing is, if you make a Japanese account, you can get the Nintendo Switch online from there and go back to your English account. And you have both versions of the. Uh, yeah. Nintendo Switch Online, so that's it's, well, it's funny because I, I have a buddy in Japan, and he lent me his like PSN credentials, and he has you know his games, he has games, his library is like massive, but it's all in Japanese, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like really fun because like this is before I bought Final Fantasy 15. He was like, oh here's my account, you know, download it and give it a shot, and it didn't work because it was like part of the primary account stuff or primary console. Yeah, but you know he had a ton of games that I don't have and will never have access to. Right. <laughs> what do you think about the NES Joy Cons? Uh, they're gimmicky and stupid because they only work with like NES stuff. I imagine like once the SNES stuff rolls out, they'll introduce SNES SNES cons. Yeah, um, it'd be neat. Is it? Does the Switch have? Is it Bluetooth controllers or? Yeah, they're Bluetooth controllers. Well, I guess it'll be good for, like, emulation stuff if you want, or, you know, just toss right. one into your bag. But, I mean, I won't buy them because I'm not going to pay 60 bucks for them. <laughs> so. 
Speaking of old stuff, though, you know, you had to figure that at some point somebody was going to get in the game here. Yeah, this is the big news of the week. <laughs> so there's now a PlayStation Classic that comes out December 3rd with 20 games. One of them being Final Seven. Uh So that's yeah, another I, thing I... you could own it on. <laughs> I joke to you that they should include Final Fantasy VII and nine and not eight. <laughs> right? That would be like the culmination right there. I just, hey, Final Fantasy nine again. Where's eight? Nope, we still can't put that on here. <laughs> but, so, what is it they announced? Like, what, Jumping Flash? Jumping Flash, uh, what was it? Uh, Tekken 3, Red Racer, Red Racer Type 4. 4. Final Fantasy VII, and I think one other one. I can't remember what it was. Hell, yeah. There's... I also think this is like... Oh, I forgot to mention. I'm excited for Crystal Chronicles coming out. Wild Arms. Wild Arms. Oh, Wild Arms, yeah. One of my favorite RPGs in the PS1 era. But it probably doesn't hold up well today, but... Uh... I, before we get out of this to talk about push, I'm excited about Crystal Chronicles because it was one of the games that I wanted to play on GameCube. I never got to play the Wii one either, and I heard a lot of people liked it. So, it's like the co-op Palm Fantasy. So, something else you can play. I can play with yeah, it. Yeah, I wonder if it'll still have Game Boy Advance integration. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I doubt it, but it, you know, it would be interesting if they just like brought that. Like, here, here's your link cable again. Yeah, <laughs> just to piss you off. No. Um, so the PlayStation Classic is pretty much like the SNES Classic, NES Classic. There's no, well, there's not supposed to be games that you're able to add in, but it's not going to take very long for people to hack this thing. Uh it's small. There's it connects via HDMI and USB cable. There's no AC adapter included, so if you want to plug it into a wall, you got to buy that separately. See, the reason they do that is it's because of the Japanese like law, I think. Yeah. Because I well, think I don't know. Also, if it's still it like supports freaking wall. You mean like your iPhone wall charger can yeah. make it work? So I mean. Or- or you see, like, your SNES or NES Classic Charger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, unless your t- all your TVs in your house do not have USB, then I don't know what to tell you. It's like, I, at this point, you probably need to have at least one TV that has some kind of USB in it. Yeah. This is the world we live in now, but... So, like, I mean, my column on 411 was about this, but, like, what are, like, three or four necessary games for you to buy this thing? Because I've pre-ordered, I've actually pre-ordered two of them. <laughs> I don't know that, I, it's the same thing with, with the other ones. Like, my problem with this would be, I'd have it, and then, would I wind up being a waste of money because would I really play any of these? The only reason I'd want to is because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I have most of the library of those consoles on my PC emulator. Right, but I don't want to sit there and play them on my PC, so they're just there. I never really play them; they're just there. So my deal would be to get to play it as in a console form. And Wild Arms is one of those games that has me kind of like, oh, I want to play that again. Uh 
I don't know, like, if they announce, like, Xenogears or something, I would, I think that would get me, um, I don't think they will, but, uh, I'm trying to, like, I, I hope to God they don't, but I have a feeling they're gonna, either Spiral Crash is gonna be on this. I would assume uh, one of those, but it's kind of, what's the point? <laughs> like, cause you I already know, but, the, like, uh, you could say the same thing with Final Fantasy VII. Right, like, what's yeah. the point? You can play it on yeah, like, every that, fucking other thing. Yeah, but that but, uh, remake is going to be out for you know ten years. So that's that's the reason. Right, why. but you can play on your PS4. I mean, I know this is for like casual gamers, I guess. But, God, I I got to think about it. Like, for PS1, by that point, I was all about like the RPGs. So. I didn't play a lot of the other stuff that came out. So there was not a whole lot of outside of RPGs that uh, you could start riding off games and I'd be like, all right, cool, whatever. But I don't know. They would grab me. Um, I don't know what, what are, I know you had your list. I forgot to read it. You no, know, I like to, I think that my four were like sweeped into, um, yeah. Tomba, which I still love. Uh, what, what else? Damn. Castlevania. Symphony of the Night. Yeah, Symphony of the Night, I feel like it's going to be on here. And yeah. ironically, that got, this got rated for a PS4 also. <laughs> or like, it, yeah, the ESRB just like re-rated it for PS4. So it's I like, feel okay. like you got to have one of the Resident Evil games on here. I would say two. Uh... Like one is it's getting the remake. Yeah, but I mean, sort of one. I mean, but I think I think Resident Evil Two is just a better game overall. Right. Uh oh. What else? Oh, there's one other one I can't think of. Oh, Vagrant Story. Yeah, Vagrant Story for me. Like other like the other games on my list were like Legend of Dragoon, um, Einhander. That was a weird square shooter that was cool. Parasite E would be pretty cool. I will say if Final Fantasy Tactics got announced, which I don't think it would, that would be another one that would be kind of like, yeah, yeah people I like might tactics. Do it. And that PSP one didn't like it was a, it was good enough, but it, I think it had like a bad retranslation or like it, it did something wonky that people didn't like about it. it Might have been like the load times or something. Um, it pro- it, I feel like if you're gonna do PS one. It's got to be on there, but again, it's also on PS4. It's like Parappa the Rapper, probably. Well, a lot of people yeah. want like Twisted Metal 2 or Jet Moto 2. I could care less of if they but put that on there or not. You couldn't do Jet Moto 2 necessarily just because uh, I think it has like a licensing problem. Um, but I mean, yeah, there are, are a, like Metal Gear Solid would be a good one. Well, don't uh, you really need to play that with the uh, analog sticks that are not on these? Not necessarily. I didn't when I was playing it. I didn't even know I had it until I, a buddy of mine said it. You know, it had support, and I had to look up the manual. I'm like, oh, it did. <laughs> um, you yeah, think the they only would game. That, well, the only game like that really, one of the Mega Man games or something. No, I mean I like Mega Man X4, uh, but no, <laughs> especially now that the collection just came out. <laughs> well, you won't be getting Ape Escape because that that had to have the. That's the only game, PlayStation One game, that required you know dual dual analog sticks, and the only like Crash Team Racing would be cool. Yeah, I feel like Gran Turismo is probably 
That's gonna make an appearance. I, no, I thought about that, but the, again, the licensing, both for music and cars, like that's a problem. Same thing, like Tony Hawk may not yeah, be on there because of that too. Yeah, unless they just. I mean, they could just. Well, they could just like relicense the soundtrack, which would be good, but I doubt they're gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chrono Cross, people like that. They're they're wrong, but they do. I like Chrono uh, Cross. You're wrong, but it's fine. Um, or like Bushido Blade one and two would be cool. Yeah, Bushido Blade would be cool. I'd be down. And no Tomb Raider because those were bad games. Yeah, back. you don't. God, I almost could see them doing it because it's like oh historical. We got to put that on. It's like the reason why we have Jumping Flash. Like, don't just don't. <laughs> I would also, I would also say uh, maybe Siphon Filter, like the first one. Yeah, or like Legacy of Kane. That was maybe. cool. Like the, I would love to see like Lunar One or Two, or like Silhouette Mirage. But that, I feel like there we're just kind of really hoping at that. Point. I just I couldn't see them putting Lunar. No, on there. well, Working Designs published them, so. <laughs> You can't pay someone who doesn't exist anymore as a company. <laughs> Somebody's got to own those IPs at that point, though. That I mean, that's that's why I actually think Tomba might work, because Sony published that. So they technically own it. <laughs> you think Konami would give them Silent Hill? I think Konami would have a better chance with Castlevania. <laughs> I feel like Castlevania, you cannot have the PS1 without Castlevania and Civil the Night on it. Yeah. Like, that's... When I think of PS1 games, I think about that game. Like, that's... That, when you talk about great games... Now, granted, Sony may not see it the same way, right? They may not see it as the 25 games they can get on the PS1 and whatever. Like, Nintendo made sure on the NES and the SNES that... I mean, take away one or two games, you got pretty much, like, the greatest hits. Yeah. You know? Or, like... There was a we a few old a few more obscure RPGs like Thousand Arms or Jade Cocoon or even like Persona One and Two. Like They'd Jade be cool. Cocoon, like I'd love to see that too. But oh my god! See, see, my my big question for this thing really is like, what's the chip in it, or like what's the little console, and how much space is it going to have? Because yeah, like a, you know a NES a NES ROM is. 200 kilobytes a you know a super nintendo rom is about two megabytes a playstation one game is 650 megabytes so yeah. i mean they can they can compress it a little it depends on the game but if you're talking like final fantasy 7 from the playstation one that was three discs of one you know for one game so how much storage is this thing going to have on it it's going to be like a 64 gigabyte flash chip like flash memory chip or 32 gigabytes or what? Because if it's 64 gigabytes, you know, you have a lot of room to play around with for putting like additional games on it or saying fuck you to Tekken 3 and putting like a good fighting game on it. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I got to... how do you feel about them? Like not, that's really weird that you wouldn't announce the whole list of games at once. Well, it's Sony and they like to draw shit out. Also, I would love to see Clona. Yeah, here. I loved the Kona game. So. Or like bu- Bust a Groove or Bust a Move, one of those two. <laughs> yeah, I can or, see that. Or uh, IQ, Intelligence Cube. I could see that one too if they want to add variety. 
the, the one game that I really want they won't add is Pepsi Man. <laughs> no. It's 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 too good of a game for that system. <laughs> That's exactly why they they're not gonna. But speaking of, uh, you know, we're not done with minis because at one point there was supposed to be a Sega Mini Drive, Mega Drive Mini. That's apparently still happening, but it got delayed because why would you release the freaking Sega Mega Drive Mini in the same year you're going to get the PlayStation Classic? That You're just asking for that not to sell. Uh, apparently it's going to have a Mini in the U.S. as well. So... They- uh, um, the company called At Games, they're the ones who always do the Sega Genesis crap already. They announced a Legends flashback earlier tonight, also. That Why? is that it's it's in a Genesis three shell, and it's using Genesis controllers, and it's going to have games from like Mega Man one and two, uh, Super Street Fighter two, and the Famicom version of Tetris. Okay. <laughs> and it's at games is terrible. Well, that's why for the U.S. version, apparently they're not going to use at games for the mini now. Yeah, but we'll we'll, we'll see. I like, that's one of those I, that I'm like, okay, I I could do without that. I, I think mean, if Sega wanted to actually make it themselves, they could do it and do it well, but they just don't want to do it, <laughs> or you know, it's just too much of a money investment for them. So they just hand it out to like the cheapest companies they can and say you do it and then when it comes out in this crap they they're like whatever yeah but i mean they've got games that they're you know valkyria chronicles 4 just came out i mean they've got things that that you know their persona dancing games are coming at the end of the year so they've got things that they got they're doing uh, yeah so it's it's not like they just have time to dedicate to that or, or whatever but hey so what what's Sega do right now um speaking of more old stuff with Sony before we, we got out of this the PlayStation Vita will soon end production in Japan they're gonna produce it until 2019 and after that they're gonna end shipping on it and there is no plans for another handheld device and why would you when even now the the 3DS is still selling and now the Switch is out there. So I just don't know. You'd be fighting a really big uphill battle. Just focus on it, what you do well. I mean, Sony never really got behind the PSP well. And then they didn't, they further didn't get behind the Vita well, like that was a worse proposition. So I can imagine if they did a third handheld console. Yeah. That'd be like wasting money at that point for them. Which is a shame because the Vita was, or the PSP was a great handheld, like like specs wise. And the Vita is a good handheld. And unless you, unless you like graphic novel games or like obscure JRPGs, that's about all you can play on it. Or you don't have a switch to play indie games. Yeah, and even those have stopped trickling to the Vita somewhat. So yeah. now it's like a big deal if one of them gets announced for the Vita, and then you don't even know if it's going to come out. Yeah, there's always like some, you know, limited run games, or you know, one of those other companies is going to do some obscure, you know, 
here's our beta release for the month. It's some obscure game you never heard of before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like, oh. I remember when uh, Windjammers was a big deal. That was coming to the Vita. Yeah. And I have that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, certainly. Yeah, that's not the it. That's not it for uh, for Sony either. Their PlayStation Now service is finally letting you download games. You can download PS4 and PS2 games. Why not PS3 games? Uh, wasn't that a lot of the reason why you get PS now was to pay the PS3 games you couldn't play? I thought it was more PS2, but maybe. I, no, I the PS2 some... games started as separate. Remember, they had the remasters for PS2, and then they added that to the service, like, not too long ago. So, um... It might be some, it is some technical issue, because they are emulating the PlayStation 3 hardware on a server and who knows (laughs) yeah i mean this is a good start i guess and and they do have that deal of what 99 dollars. i think there is like i don't think it's every game like i think there are games that are excluded from this but like most of them you can download if you like want to yeah i mean if you're have a hankering for PS2 games, or and it's not, and there's See, a limited number of PS2 games. It's always funny. It's kind of funny to me because there's like PlayStation Now, the Switch, you know, Nest stuff, or even like Game Pass for Microsoft. Like it's like you get this whole like library of games, and it's like I don't have time or energy to play the stuff I already own. I'm not gonna play any of this crap. <laughs> right. I think that that works if you have like a big family. Yeah. That all play games and you want them to have access to some of the older stuff. Um, like Gears 5 is going to come out and you want to be able to play all the other Gears with, with, you know, your brother or, you know, your friend or whatever. Okay, cool. But, and I think Game Pass is different because it includes the newest stuff. Like, that's right. what makes game, that's the selling point of Game Pass is instead of paying 60 bucks. To own that game, you can basically rent that game anytime you want, and you pay ten bucks. Um, so, and if you really, really, really like it, and you feel like you're going to play it a bunch of times, I guess you have the option to buy it later. But, um, you know, PS Now is it has some PS4 games it exists. on it. It exists, <laughs> like, no. yeah. No one, no one seems to be excited for it, unlike Game Pass or even the Switch. <laughs> yeah, the Switch thing, I think, is more about people have been dying for the virtual console to come back, and that's about this is about the closest thing you're going to get. So, you know, people are just happy to have that. I think once that gets fleshed out more, it's fine. Like, right now, you have the usual suspects, but even then, a lot of the other stuff that's there is like, oh, I'm going to go play pro wrestling yeah. Like, no, no, thank you. So, um, like, yeah, I, I would want to like go to put on Tecmo Bowl or something, and my stepbrother came. Like, that would be cool. But again, like, I think once that fleshes out a little bit more, yeah, um, that's that's worth it. Like, I don't know. PS Now, I feel like they just waited way too long to add the downloading thing. Like, if somebody paid the ninety nine dollars now, go for it. 
but that and also there's just no excitement about it i mean yeah. you know when a game gets added to game pass you know microsoft sent out a press release like imagine if sony was like okay here are 10 games for playstation now every month like 10 new games here you know here you go people would care but they don't do that so there's a train barrels through my living room <laughs> exactly you're hearing it right here um so yeah, I there there's there's even more old stuff. Assassin's Creed Three is apparently coming in the Odyssey. Yeah, they're pass. they're remastering, well, quote unquote remastering Assassin's Creed Three, which is hysterical to me. Like they say, they're going to fix the gameplay, and you're getting like, Liberation as well, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is the same thing they did with Far Cry. Yeah. Right. You got Far Cry Three. Three. Yep. But Far Cry 3 is a better game. <laughs> well, I agree there. It's... Assassin's Creed 3 is like one of the ones that people can't stand most of the time. I don't Yeah, I don't know it, why. The, gameplay, the gameplay is like... Well, it, it's the one they haven't remastered yet. Yeah, I guess. Because the only ones that like... Well, because like 2 last... got into the collection, right? Yeah, all three of them did. Yeah. 2, Brotherhood, and Revelations. Like, the only ones they haven't remastered from like the last generation are... Three and the first Assassin's Creed, which is the two that people don't really like. Yeah, the, like you can't do you can't do Assassin's Creed one. <laughs> that doesn't play now. Three kind of does, but three's problems were like the gameplay had issues, sure, but three's problems were more like the story was bad and like the main character was a jackass. So they're not going to fix that. <laughs> I like Liberation was okay, right? Yeah, that was a uh, chick one. Right. Uh, that was cool. I, I beat, played and beat that one. That's what made me fun. That's what made me laugh about their whole, like, unity argument. Like, oh, uh, we can't have female co-op pl- players. We can't have female playable characters because the animation is so different. It's like, did you play Liberation? The animation was exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. It doesn't stop there, though, with the old stuff. Samurai Showdown is coming back. I uh, never played that series. I don't in know 2019, I played in the arcades, and I think I might have played it on my on my SNES at one point. I, I don't remember that much. Uh, it's one of the SNK like fighting games. Um, cool that they're making another one. And for people that are big fans of that, series i'm sure they're super excited so yeah uh have fun with that uh last thing gonna mention gaming wise here geez we're this is a really long show we haven't even gotten to the entertainment stuff uh so this pro- is what happens you don't do one of these for a month <laughs> well it's also when you spend like 30 minutes talking about one story because it's that huge and then but uh pro- you know project judge Got announced right before Tokyo Game Show, which is like the new IP from the Yakuza creator, uh, Toshihiro Nagayoshi. And you could tell it's from the Yakuza creator. It's a lot of uh, Yakuza-like things. Uh, Good that they're sort of making... Another Yakuza type thing, but taking it away from that setting. Uh, now you're a lawyer, a former lawyer that's turned into a detective, and you're involved in a murder. There's a sort of it has that noir setup to it. 
um, has investigation gameplay, so I guess like L.A. Noire, I don't know, but the the creator has said there is going to be no Yakuza involvement at all. There will no be, be no Yakuza characters in this. It is a separate IP, so... Hey, that's cool. Oh, More Yakuza stuff, but not Yakuza. Yeah, they're not going to have, like, Kiryu show up, I don't think. <laughs> well, Kiryu needs to, like, go on. <laughs> anyway, like, you play for Kiryu in, like, six games. More. And they're remastering, <laughs> what, three, four, and five? So get ready, Mark. You're playing the other three games. Yeah. Can't uh, wait. <laughs> Hey, there you go. You'll uh, just be able to say you played the whole series. Hopefully they space them out a little better because I, I was feeling kind of burnt out on Kiwami too. <laughs> I would think so. I think that... Are they... All three of them just coming in a collection? Yeah, I but, think they're getting individual releases. Oh. That's even more fun. Yeah. Uh, So Netflix has uh, a lot happening. Uh, obviously... A lot of controversy with Henry Cavill with uh, him leaving Superman and then he gets announced. Well, technically he was still Superman when this got announced uh, that he's going to play Geralt in the Witcher Netflix show. Yeah. How do you feel about? I've, I've actually, I've only seen him as Superman. I don't think he's, I think he's a fine enough Superman, but he's pretty stifled in that role. <laughs> uh, sure, I think he could be good. I'm, I think it's funny that DC's plans are falling apart around them. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, he was also upset about them announcing a Supergirl yeah. movie, right? Well, because like, I think his kind of contention was like, you're not going to be making a Superman movie for a while now, it seems like. So why am I still here? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he can't even appear in Shazam for some reason. Or couldn't. So, yeah. I mean, like, what is he doing? Just to say he's Superman? Like, oh, well, remember me from this movie that'll be like the Hulk. If this thing ever takes off, it'll be like the Incredible Hulk. That's like the Marvel movie that doesn't really count towards the MCU, but sort of started things. So, you know. I'm not a Superman fan, so I particularly don't care, but... I yeah. I feel... I think the problem with Superman is uh, he's too powerful, first of all. Like, in a realistic sense. And then they always try to have these like really bad movies based around him <laughs> like the last good superman movie was what superman 2 with you know christopher yeah. reeve and zod <laughs> like and like the lois and clark superman show was good but that was before like they were trying to build a cinematic universe around him <laughs> right and then you know ben affleck has problems so don't even know if batman's gonna come out no. or they're gonna have to change batman before that happens or uh, apparently, a John Hamm has talked about he would be Batman if he had the right story, which I think he could be okay. I like them in sure. Mad Men. Uh, so I've only you know. seen him in I think uh, Black Mirror. Well, yeah, Black Mirror as well, which I still need to get around to watching more of that show. 
Um, even more surprisingly for Netflix is that Diablo could get an animated. Honestly, I don't know why Blizzard has never. I know they've made shorts and stuff, right? But like, they do so well animating Diablo, WoW, uh, all that. Like, why they have never made animated series for these properties? Like, people would really watch them. I mean, people go gaga over every time Overwatch has a short. Like, I don't know. Maybe you needed Netflix to exist for that to happen or something, but... Well, I think yeah. the problem is, is like, do they say if Blizzard is actually doing it or not? Or It's like, they're in final talks. The tweet that he put out got deleted, and then... See, I that's the, I think the I think the real problem is is like that's a lot of overhead for Blizzard to do. Like, if it was like some partnership with like some company, then that would help defer, you know, the cost and the production. Well, Netflix it. has no problem taking in costs. No, it's well, it's not just that. I mean, it's just just production overhead. Like, right. some of the cinematics take you know weeks, if not months, to do. Just you know, a three minute cinematic. Imagine you know, a 30 minute episode of a show and then multiply that by eight or four or whatever. Yeah. So. They could do the Castlevania thing and then progressively, you know, add more episodes. Also, I think like, I think it's actually, I mean, I would love to see Starcraft, but I think Diablo is good because that as a franchise doesn't have a ton of lore associated with it compared to like Starcraft or Warcraft. Right. So that's of the, of the three, that's the best option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can kind of do just, like, because of that, they they can kind of do sort of whatever they want in that, too. Yeah, I mean, you'd have, like, Diablo and Deckard Cain, and that's about the only two characters people know in that series or franchise. Yeah, whereas with the others, you would have to have a lot more characters people know, and then you have to respect the lore and all that junk, and... Also, I wonder if, you know, getting burned with the Warcraft movie probably makes Blizzard a little hesitant at just wanting to go out there and spend all that money. What are you talking about, man? That movie's great. (laughs) It's like a Duncan Jones career. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Speaking of, uh, probably should have been in the video game section because it's the game, but uh, Alan Wake has a TV show in development. So, Vampire, possibly as a TV show development. Alan Wake, you have Diablo, I, possibly doing stuff with Netflix, you have The Witcher Show. Yep. Gaming's getting in there. Now, I love Alan Wake. I love it as a game. I love the story. Man, this really interests me because I want to see more in that, that world. I'm just a little hesitant about how they would do this. My, well, they're getting Sam Lake to do it. Like, you think he's like producing it or something, which is good. He's a creator and like writer of Alan Wake. My, I don't want to say problem, but my thing is like, Alan Wake is a real dude. He's like a Swedish model, I think, or Finnish, one of the two. I think it's Finnish. Uh, like that guy exists. He's in, you know, Finland. I don't think he speaks English. They're not going to get him for the you know to be Alan Wake. Well, that's I a mean... that's a bummer. 
Would you just want to have the credit of Alan Wake playing Alan Wake? I mean, yeah, it'd be uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, his I, name is his name. The guy is uh, his name is uh, Ilka Vili. I think that's right. Uh, yeah, if you look, if you look Google pictures of this dude, he is Alan Wake. <laughs> like, and yeah, he's just wow. some like mo- you know finished model. <laughs> oh, you mean the guy that they mocap oh. to be? Uh he, he does speak um, English. So yeah, get him in the role. Like it's not the same voice, but who cares? <laughs> I don't know. I, and that voice was uh, was pretty was defining like, for him. Yeah, I think that was like uh, oh, who was it? Yeah, it, it was like James McCab. Oh, uh. Matthew Parada, that's it. Okay, yeah, man, he was really good. I liked, yeah, I liked the voice. So I, I like the uh, the villain also was what what kind of made that series as well. So, uh, well you which know, villain? Because like trust... there was not really a, a villain in the first one. <laughs> well, in the second one, yeah, well, but that was like, that guy, <laughs> that was the like, dude. <laughs> Remedy. Remedy knows how to do stories uh, fairly uh, well, so... I guess you didn't play Quantum Break. <laughs> well, you know. I, I, think, I, I think the, the guy's got... Or with Quantum Break, it got, the rug got pulled out under him. Um, but yeah, if this gets like an actual commitment and like 8 or 13 episodes, it could be something cool like tw- like Twin Peaks or you know, something like that. That's what I think about, too, is like could they sort of make it in that vein or twilight zone or whatever? Yeah. You know, we'll have to see if it, I mean, cause they can announce stuff and then it just never goes anywhere. How many yeah. like, I, video I, game adaptations are just, around? I honestly don't think that vampire movie is going to, or vampire TV show is going to get made. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so either, but, We'll see. I mean, Fox is desperate for stuff at this point, so wouldn't surprise me either. Uh, they they need to. They didn't get Sky TV, you know. Uh, Comcast outbid them, so it looks like I'm I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> it, it looks like Comcast is going to get that, so like Fox is having to scramble for anything that they technically own still to put on their network and and all that. Uh, Space Jam 2 is getting made with being, I mean, it wouldn't work if you didn't have LeBron. I mean, he's, he's the Michael Jordan of right now. So, yeah, I, I'm down for this. LeBron is funny. I like him uh, as a player, as an actor. So, I'll watch it. It'll give me the feels of old Space Jam. Ryan Coogler is producing. Uh, so, you know, it's I mean, he makes Black Panther was was really good. So yeah, um, yeah. You know, I don't think you can uh, go wrong with that. I mean, I have no like Space Jam is a kind of a nostalgic kick, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> no, it's not. But when you're a kid, like I don't know how many times I saw it in that theater when I was a kid. I, that's one of those like that I like jumped movies in in the theater to watch when you could do that. Yeah. Still. So, but yeah, 
It's, it's fun times. Uh, Dragon Ball Super, the Broly film, is hitting theaters January 16th. I'm excited for that. Just because sure. it's a Dragon Ball. First time getting to see a Dragon Ball movie in the theater. I didn't watch Resurrection F. Or... I, I, I actually saw both those in theaters. <laughs> that must have been fun with other fans. In there. Yeah, I think. I, I don't remember the first, I don't remember the first one. The second one was kind of weird because it was pretty full theater. There was a black guy dressed up as Goku, <laughs> like with the full gi. Uh, and then like at the end of the, me and my friends stayed till the end of the movie. And at the end of the movie, it dumped back to a PS4, like a PS4 menu. So what? It, I was just wondering, like, does this does this theater just have like a fucking PS4 like back there, like hooked up to the projection screen or something or what's going on here yeah were they playing like a bootleg version of the it's like can i just buy the blu-ray like yeah right like well, what is going on yeah um uh, yeah I'm, I'm gonna go see the mar hero academia movie on thursday so i will i'm I, excited for that i just hope it like if this dragon ball movie come well, when it comes out i hope it's in somewhat wider release because, like, the last two weren't exactly close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, for any... Like, for um, Night is Short, I had to go... I used to live in, in Kendall, where that theater was. So it's not like, if I'd still live there, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But I live, like, an hour away from that theater now. At least to watch the My Hero one, I only had to drive, like, 30 minutes. So Yeah, that was about the... Pro- about the time for me, like me and my friend, we, and it's like we're skipping over eight theaters to go to this, like this, like way further yeah. out theater because because not every theater wants to, I guess, take the hit if it doesn't. Yeah, sell. and I think like so. I want to say it was the first one. They they only showed it one day. Yeah, my hero's getting it's it was yesterday, Thursday, and then Saturday at like noon. Uh, I'm assuming the Dragon Ball will probably be the same thing, or probably a few more, because, yeah, it's still an anime movie coming over here, so. Yeah. Um, I, I guess yeah, it's, it... Yeah. Go ahead. No, you're... It, yeah, it's just kind of weird. I mean, it might, because it's Dragon Ball. Yeah, I can yeah, see that, more that, theaters that, grabbing that, it, but... Had a, it's had a big resurgence over the past few years. I, but it's funny because a friend of mine asked me, she was like, because she's watching Dragon Ball Super now on like Cartoon Network. And she was like, oh, uh, like when did Dragon Ball, like, when did it become not popular? And I was like, after like Konami or Toonami ran it into the ground, like they showed it so much that people stopped watching it for, you know, a decade. <laughs> like they stopped Well, it also it didn't have anything new. Yeah. Like, that other was than the thing. games like, or. Yeah, for since Z ended, so or well, yeah. Well, you had the well, you had the movies, but yeah, but the, I mean, Dragon Ball Z ended like like what was it like ninety four technically or like maybe ninety six. Yeah, I mean they I mean, they showed it on Toonami, like you know when they were coming out with the dubs, but even that ended like ninety nine. Right. <laughs> so. And they kind of stopped until... And then um, in 99, they started One Piece, so... You know, they yeah, were well, on... 99 is also, is like... That was like... It, was, it wasn't until 
you know, God of Destruction in, you know, 2015 or 2014 or whatever that Dragon Ball came back. Right. So, yeah, they, they gave it their time. I think the, the manga was so willing or whatever, but the, they weren't making animated for it. So, yeah. yeah. It's people remember it fondly it kept staying in the conscious or whatever but it wasn't like let's go watch until super came out and then everybody was like oh my god dragon ball again so well uh bond is another series that's kind of been it's been there but you know uh, people have been wondering what's going to go on with the director with uh oh dang it with daniel craig is somebody else going to be bond and well, Danny Boyle dropped out of yeah. Bond twenty five, so Kerry Fuganaga will direct the film instead. Uh now apparently it's going to begin filming in March and Valentine's Day twenty twenty is when it the release date. I'm a Bond fan, I'm not gonna say I'm like a hardcore Bond fan, but I enjoy the films. I think the last one I saw was The World is Not Enough. <laughs> I saw a Casino Royale. Yeah, I need, I need to see that just because I gave it green a lot. And a friend of mine was like, oh, go see it. It's a good movie. But I didn't see the one after that, which is... I don't remember. What... Quantum of Solace? Or yeah, is that Quantum the other of Solace. One? I didn't see that one. So I guess I got to watch that. Like we... I've heard they're fine enough, but it just... But the character just has no real interest to me that much. Until they, like, it like I love the, the Sean Connery ones. Um, See, I've never seen any of those. So I, my the first Bond I saw was Goldeneye. <laughs> I was also named after Sean Connery, so. Was, but my dad helps explain your Bond. accent. <laughs> my, <laughs> yeah, my dad was a huge Bond fan, so. Um. But I, I think I watched the Pierce Brosnan ones when they were coming out, and then, yeah, I don't know. I think I saw yeah. the Daniel Craig one is. I probably watched it when I was like because I rented stuff from Redbox all the time. That's probably the only reason. But yeah, uh, I don't have any uh, partiality to Red Sonia, so neither do I. But uh, the director got announced, so. Um, he apparently, I don't well, know it's what Brian, he, it's Brian Singer. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brian Singer does great stuff. So that I'll give him the credit for, you know, for that. Um, yes. But he also has somewhat of a, let's just say more of a cloud around him than James Gunn does. <laughs> that, yeah, that too. <laughs> He also leads projects as well. <laughs> uh, Veronica Mars is officially coming to Hulu. We've had a Kristen Bell now confirmed it as well. Uh, so they're going to premiere sometime in 2019. I'm sort of a fan of Veronica Mars. I'm happy it's coming back just, you know, for people that are bigger fans than I am. Uh, cool that Kristen Bell is coming back. Obviously the show wouldn't work without her. Unless you're doing like the Buffy thing and you're just naming it that and it's going to be somebody else. But cool that they're getting most of the people involved originally back in there again. I've never seen the show, 
uh, isn't the character supposed to be in high school or college? <laughs> yes, but yeah. You know, so is it going to be? They can gonna fix be like, that. Well, I mean, Kristen Bell does look younger than her. I mean, she's thirty-eight. She looks. She does look younger than her age. But is it going to be like her kid in the role instead? <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that it'd be like after that. It's not going to be like, oh, right after Veronica Mars ended. I'd imagine there's some time after that or something. Yeah. So I have not uh, had an inkling or caring right now to check out the DC Universe service. Um, it's out there if you want to. The Well, that Titan show isn't out yet. Out yet so who cares? <laughs> uh, they are going to do Stargirl as well, and they have found... Uh, their star girl. Uh, or it's the... an actress you never heard of before. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fine, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Not everybody has the cachet of Disney to do what they're gonna do, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Her name is uh, Breck Basinger. Yeah, she was in Bell on the Bulldogs. Um, apparently, uh. Jeff Johns really likes the story. Uh, See, so. my hope, my hope for it would have been uh, there's an actress named Natalie Lander, uh, who's I mean she's older than the character, but she voices Star Girl in like most of the cartoons, and she could still pull off like the high school look. <laughs> would have been awesome if it was her. She was in Saints Row Three. <laughs> ah, that I have. You're on on you for that one. <laughs> Shoot! You can play. Well, did he play Saints Row Three or no? No, I've not played okay. any of the Saints Rows. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean that's cool. Again, like it's good because it can get her on the map, and then she can do other things if it works out. So yeah. Uh, Disney, however, they are going all out with their streaming service. Uh, you know, it's called what Disney. I've seen the name like a bunch of times, and now I. Is it Disney Play? No. I, I didn't I, think it had a name yet. <laughs> yeah, it has a name. It's just we don't know anything else about it except the name. Uh, so apparently, you know, they're not only doing Marvel TV shows, they are going to have the original actors in these Marvel TV shows. Loki is getting a TV show and Scarlet Witch is getting a show on the service. Uh, and the budgets apparently are going to be close of what they would be for the films. Tom Hiddleston, Elizabeth Olsen are acting in them. I mean, look, I know Netflix spends a lot of money, but God. Well, uh, that's what happens. You just, you know, back up a dump truck full of cash and then they'll do anything really. Well, I mean, it's but, Disney. What's well, up? It's, I guess, uh, I guess uh, Loki's going to get brought back to life somehow. <laughs> yeah, or they can set it before Avengers um, Infinity War. Like, Kevin Feeds is going to be involved in this, so you know it's going to be good. The dude doesn't do anything bad, really. Um, so I have faith in them to do this right. If the Netflix shows can make it work and they don't have Marvel involved that, you know, full focus in there like they would for these shows, I... Uh, I, I think they're going to hit. Um, I would like to see, you know, maybe they, 
I know there was rumors of them maybe bringing back Agent Carter or something like that for. I mean, that's what people want, but I think from what I've seen or read interviews, I think uh, Haley Atwell's a little more hesitant on it. Or like she'd kind of, you know, want some assurances maybe. Yeah, she'd want that (laughs) that's getting multiple seasons regardless or something. Uh, after what happened the first time, I don't blame her. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to see. They've still got plenty of announced for that Disney Play thing. Uh, there's also, like, apparently animated series and stuff that they want to do uh, for this. That'd, that'd be cheaper. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, also what, that's what DC's doing also. <laughs> right. And, well, and you know, they've they got their own Disney XD thing, too, that they still have to keep going. So uh, they don't want to take away too much from that. And also, I don't know why we need this, but it's happening. Uh, a live-action Last Airbender series is coming to Netflix. So I'm o- I'm only a fan of this if they bring back M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. Uh, you know, whatever. I just when it comes to like cartoons and anime. Doing live action, we have seen that be an absolute just bomb recently, so. I mean, there are animes you could adapt fairly easily, I would think, but Avatar doesn't seem like an easy one to do. That like no. that seems what it, that seems what as hard as Dragon Ball or And it had the like, movie already and that sucked. Like, say what you will, but like you could someone if they wanted to like have to spend the money and time, they could do a fairly easy Sailor Moon show. Like, that's not that complicated of an idea. I mean, but the, like, the the intensity of, like, what you're doing is, like, akin to, like, even less than Power Rangers. Or... Yeah, but something like an Avatar or, like, a Naruto, for example, or even, like, a One Piece, like, forget it. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, I mean, that's why the Dragon Ball ones, Dragon Ball or, ones sucked. Like, it's just... Like, Think about how how long they've been talking about doing like in a uh, real life Akira movie, like oh god no, and especially not if Leonardo DiCaprio is gonna be Akira. Like, go ahead and just sign me off that crap. Well, now it'll be Channing Tatum. <laughs> oh god, why? Yeah. Uh, you know. Oh, then there's the Cowboy Bebop one that continues to float out there and I would be worried about that too. <laughs> I would feel like they would nail the character or something, but again the the action sequences and all that yeah. is where I would worry. Yeah, right. But uh, we'll see. I don't think it'll happen. So we'll see what actually gets made and what doesn't and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's going to do it, uh, for us. There is, uh, quite a few games coming out pretty soon here. Um, the, uh, RPG metal magazine. it's an NIS one came out yesterday. Yeah, I saw a buddy of mine, someone on my friends list playing that. He's like another game reviewer. Yeah. And I, I, I misread it as Mega Man Zero. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and I had to look at it again. <laughs> There's apparently some, like, very explicit, like, them just talking about sex pretty openly in there uh, as well in this. So that was 
kind of weird to see. Life is Strange 2 finally starts coming out uh, tomorrow. And that'll, that'll probably finish. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably finish because it has a big publisher like Square Enix behind it. it, it it'd be funny if they got Don't Nod to finish up Walking Dead two, uh, episodes 3 and 4. <laughs> I mean, that would be pretty cool if they did, right? Like, Probably play uh, better than <laughs> This is the Police 2 uh, comes out. Alright, already came out, actually. Uh, Mega Man 11 comes out October 2nd. The Fist of the North Star game, Lost Paradise, also comes out October 2nd. There's people waiting for that. It has Kiryu from the Yakuza DLC in it. <laughs> hey. That, that'll get some people to to play it. Yeah. Um, Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. Also out. Armello comes to the Switch. Another one of those... Uh, you know, playing the board game digitally there. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 also coming out in a week. And uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4 just came yep. out as well. And it has a lot of uh, good press happening for it. Helps a lot yep. that it has to do with the first uh, game. Uh, the, yeah. the, the big review I read was basically you can break the gameplay with a new unit, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Hey, so here's a tip: pair up a grenade with a uh, engineer. You can break the game. (laughs) Hey, there you go. Um, Apparently, that uh, that like Black Clover Battle Royale-ish game is also coming out. Yeah, pretty pretty soon here. As soon as they announced that it, what that kind of game it was, I was kind of like, all right. Not yep. not playing it. <laughs> so I kind of yeah. feel like that with most battle royale games now. Like a friend of mine is like, he's like, oh, I pre-ordered Red Dead and Forza and Black Ops Four, and I was like, you couldn't pay me to play Black Ops Four. <laughs> Apparently, it's really good though. It's getting a lot of talk about. Oh, before we get out of here, I forgot to talk about that. Red Dead Two since the last time we did a show, has gotten all these kinds of reveals. They revealed the freaking fishing, and you can make money fishing, and apparently the horse's testicles move and independently. And it's like... They, they had to motion capture that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, I are you, does, does it make you more excited for... Nope. Red Dead 2 at all? But, uh, my own, the four games I'm excited for for the rest of the year are Red Dead, uh, Assassin's Creed to an extent, Tetris Effect, and Smash Brothers, but that's about it. No Mega Man? Uh, well, should I tell the story what happened with that? <laughs> what? Well, I, I the, the other site, 411, uh, the editor sent me a, he sent an email like, who wants Mega Man 11 for PS4? I was like, I'll take it. And he dutifully emailed me the code, which had already been used by someone else. Apparently Capcom like fucked up and their PR pressed email. So they sent him inst- a replacement Xbox one code, which I don't have an Xbox one. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I've had that happen to me before as well. And somebody else had to take the game. <laughs> yeah. Like, Damn it. Oh, well, whatever. 
I mean, I'd be interested in Mega Man, but I, like not enough to really buy it or, you know, have someone buy it for me. Or, <laughs> I mean, if they got it for free, that's one thing, but... Well, not I, on I, I, Switch, I but on the other consoles, it'll probably go on a sale sometime yeah. soon. So, you know, we won't have to wait that long, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm excited for, uh, quite a, quite a few, I'm, I'm excited for Valkyrie Chronicles 4, um, I don't know that I will get that day one, that might be a getting it later thing, um, Let's Go Pikachu is the game I'm excited for to play with Anaya, she's excited about it, uh, Smash is, yeah, she's not excited for that one, (laughs) I don't know. Considering her grandma like wanted to kill me when I got her to start playing uh, Final Fight with me for a little which is, bit, which is like a uh, very, I mean, cons- <laughs> that's a yeah. pretty innocent game at this point. <laughs> yeah, considering. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, th- there's uh, quite a like. I, I, well, I mean, I'm excited for the Persona. You're not excited for the Persona dancing games? I pre-ordered them. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, sure, they'll be fine, but you know they're gonna play like, play like the old one, like the Persona Four one. So I kind of know what I'm getting into with that one. <laughs> My hesitancy with that is that I I'm like worried to buy it because like I can already feel myself. I might play it for a little bit, and then once I put it down and don't play it again, I might never play it again. <laughs> well, you, you'll lose a muscle memory or something. <laughs> Yeah, and it's see, I I'm pretty much locked into buying that one because I'm getting it for sixty bucks instead of a hundred. So yeah, lucky you. I kind of have to. <laughs> lucky you, I I did not catch that uh, error <laughs> fast enough. But yeah, it's fun. I I sent it to you and another friend, and they and both of you guys wanted it, but you just didn't get it in time. Or like yeah, it, by the time I had seen it, it was like ah oh, crap, it's gone. yeah. It was like it was like two hours later after you saw it, and it was like oops. They fixed it. <laughs> well, all right, people. If you lasted this long, God bless you. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we will be back much way before a month has gone by uh, next time. And uh, if you like what you heard, hit subscribe. Video games to the max, so that anytime we do do a show, it just shows up in your queue. You can download. Or just stream it wherever it is that there are podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, wherever it is that you like to listen to podcasts. Uh, we are there. And yeah, until next time. We'll see you later, later. everybody.